The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. The rebound brought down by Trevor Adelon. Quickly into the front court, skip pass to the trailer, Bray Neckout sets, fires, and the three is good. It's like they're throwing it into the ocean right now. They're going in so quickly. They are now six out of their last eight from downtown. Today is the boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament from the Viero Event Center in Kearney. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Sis trying to stand on that 1-3-1 trap. Swings it over to Nickel on the left wing. Had no interest but to get rid of it. Playing catch with Sis. Now drives the left baseline off the inside pick. Gets it over. Great ball fake underneath. And Fischl will get underneath two defenders and score. This afternoon, the top two boys teams take the floor. First, the undefeated Amherst Broncos take on the Eustis Farnham Knight. Followed by third-ranked Axtell tangling with Overton. It's the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament coming up next. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Vera Event Center in Kearney with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon once again from the Viero Event Center in Kearney. It is time for the boys' quarterfinals of the 61st Annual Fort Kearney Conference Basketball Tournament. With our producer-engineer back at the studio, Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along. We had four girls' quarterfinals yesterday. Our first couple of games were fairly easy wins for the top two seeds, although both were challenged a little bit in the first half before pulling away in the second half. Our night games both went to overtime yesterday. We'll see how today's action pans out. Our first game is the game between number one Amherst, the top seed. Now, many people would think, hey, they're the defending champs. They've been, well, they lost in overtime to Wilcox Hildreth in the final last year. Remember, two of their three win losses in the regular season were to the Falcons, and the Falcons will be back to play later tonight. But they are on a roll, dominating almost everyone they've played. They're a perfect 17-0 and for Eustace Farnham, they've won their last two games to get to 4-12 and 12 on the season. And so many believe that this is just nothing more than a practice for Amherst here today, getting their first action of the week. And, of course, not getting to practice a whole lot because of the blizzard. And we'll see how things pan out tonight on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take a break, give you the starting lineups right after this on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game, from swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back. 
See Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Knights of Eustis Farnham, they were able to advance on, winning their play-in game over Pleasanton 45-41 on Saturday. They are the number nine seed, and they'll go with number 10, a six-foot junior, Shay Collins. Number 11, a 6'3 sophomore, Caleb Gibbons. Number 13, a 5'9 junior, Hayden Roop. Number 15, a 5'8 senior, Lane Baxter. And number 40, a 6'3 sophomore, Aiden Bowler. Head coach of the Knights is Brian Hubbard, assisted by Gerald Utterback, 4 and 12 on the season. For Amherst, number 10 is a 5'9 junior, Trevor Adelung. Number 14, a 6'1 sophomore, Holden Eckout. Number 20, a 5'11 senior, Trey Tommenheim. Number 24, a 6-foot senior, Braden Eckout. And back in the lineup for the last eight games, number 34, a 6'2 senior in Ty Hadwiger. The head coach of the Broncos is Bill Gifford, assisted by John Klosterman, Les Adelung, and Eric Rippin. A perfect 17-0 on the season. They are ranked number three in Class C2 behind Winnebago and Hastings St. Cecilia. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more from the quarterfinals of the Fort Kearney Conference Boys Basketball Tournament after this. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Welcome back to the New Tank Seed pregame show. Getting ready for our opening quarterfinal. The next game will be in the bottom half of the bracket as number two, Axtell, will take on Overton at approximately 4.30. Then we will switch over to Classic Hits 98.9 for the evening contest as defending champion Wilcox Hildreth will take on Loomis at 6. And then we'll wrap things up with Sumner Eddieville Miller taking on Elm Creek at 6 o'clock. The semifinals for the boys will be played tomorrow at 5.30 for the winner of this game against the Loomis Wilcox-Hildreth winner. And then the Axdale overton winner plays the SEM Elm Creek winner tomorrow night at approximately 7 o'clock. The rest of the game, Saturday and Monday, all eight of them will be here on ESPN Radio as we bring you the 16 games exclusively on our network of stations and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit today. 
Don't forget, after our doubleheader here on ESPN, Carney High traveling to Grand Island. That'll get underway at 6 o'clock tonight. We'll take a break and be ready to tip it off between Amherst and Eustis Farnham here at the Viero Events Center right after this timeout. Discover new opportunities at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Opportunities that lead to new connections and new passions. At UNK, you won't just go to class. You won't just meet people. You won't just get involved. Here, there's so much more. You'll get an experience that will impact who you are and what you will become. Around here, people know your name. It's up to you what it will be. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Find out how you can make a difference at unk.edu. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Starker, a New Tech Seed dealer near you. The traveling black and white trim for Eustace Farnham, the home white and red trim for Amherst, and we are ready to get going. And the Knights will win the opening tip here as they move from right to left. And Amherst from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. Can they handle the basketball? The pressure of Amherst is immense, and we'll see how Eustace Farnham has grown since the first meeting on the first game of January where it was a throttling. Amherst won at 81-15. to 15. On an entry pass, Ty Hadwiger will knock it away. They want to run, and the layup is up and in by Trey Tobenheim. And the Broncos, just like they did the first time, able to steal it and get right after it. Knights will make a long outlet pass here against the pressure, get it into the front court to Bowler, and they'll set things up. Eustace Farnham wants to keep it slow, keep it uh, content here, but they also have to get some shots away. They cannot have 30-second possessions, or they will turn it over like you just saw. As they try to lob it in, it's tip. Bowler got it, and then he's fouled by holding Eckout. So Eckout will commit the first foul of the game. And again, as we said, Eustace Farnham, they've struggled most of the year. One of those teams that only has two seniors on the entire roster in Fosse and Baxter, who starts. And at the line will be Aiden Bowler. Puts it up and in. This is a team that only averages about 30 points per basketball game. But that is to be expected of a team that's around 4-12. and 12. But they have won their last two games, beating Elwood and then Pleasanton in the uh, buddy bracket game. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound will be grabbed by Holden Eckout, and here they come. They want to run over on the right wing to Braden Eckout to the high post. Driving in is Hadwiger. Ball slipped out of his hands. He was trying to kind of flip it over his head at the last moment, but it just shot out of a cannon and out of bounds. So the first turnover of the game for Amherst. They'll put on full-court pressure. Inbounds pass for the Knights comes into Roop. Pressure trying to break it. They do overload on the right side, and Roop will bring it across the timeline here. The 5'9 junior guarded out front by Trey Tobenheim. Trying to get a screen set. Gives it off to Baxter. Can't get the three away, but instead a three for Collins. It's good. And Shea Collins is able to knock down the three-pointer, and Eustace Farnham has the lead by a score of 4-2. to two. At the other end, Eckout tries to answer for three, but it's off the front of the iron, no good. The ball deflected out to Holden Eckout, and they'll get a second opportunity right here. So Eustace Farnham, a nice start. Hadwiger for three in the right corner. It's good. And you won't have to worry about Amherst. They'll shoot plenty of threes no matter what's going on. 
And they're able to knock one down on that possession and regain the lead five to four. Two minutes in, top of the key, another three for Roop. That one's off the iron, no good. Trying to pull down the rebound, the Knights, but a foul is going to be called on Aiden Bowler. That's why the ball got loose on the floor was because Bowler was able to knock it out of the Amherst players' hands trying to get the rebound. And it'll come back over to the Broncos. Adelung will bring it across the timeline to the high post. He'll kick it off to Tobenheim. Swings it over to Eckhout. The pass got away and out of bounds. Now, this is the kind of thing that Coach Giffen, Coach Adelung, and his staff want to make sure it doesn't happen to their undefeated team. Come out, play a little lackadaisical. Don't make crisp passes. We've already seen a couple of turnovers here by not taking care of the basketball. 5-4 Amherst, 5.50 to go here in the first quarter of play. With it, Eustace Farnham into the right-hand corner, and Collins tries to throw it up top. Eckhout saw it coming. He picks it off and goes to the other end for the uncontested layup. Braden with his first bucket, 7-4. Knights trail by three with the ball. Trying to stay out of this zone trap. Doing a good job of it so far. Across the timeline to Collins. Shea picks his dribble up on the left wing, guarded by Holden Eckhout. Throws it out top here, and Braden Eckhout trying to get it away from Lane Baxter. Baxter picks up his dribble, trying to get it to him off the curl and just hanging too tough there. A foul going to be called on Holden Eckhout. His second. And Eustace Farnham will inbound it in front of us here with Lane Baxter to do the honors. And the Broncos will go to the bench here and bring in Taylor Killen. Killen and Peyton call first couple of kids that usually come off the bench for the Broncos. And Eustace Farnham will bring the ball in. Into the backcourt, Adelung bouncing off of Roop. Hayden keeps control of the basketball. Over on the left wing to Caleb Gibbons. Gibbons into the corner to Baxter. Baxter, one dribble. Tried to get it back out to Gibbons, but it's deflected out of bounds by Eckhout. And now Mason Fossey, the other senior for Eustace Farnham, is in. And Baxter will check out. Eustace Farnham in the front court. Lobs it out top into the hands of Roop. Roop one-on-one against the man-to-man, gets the screen. Good switch that time. He'll take the baseline jumper, though. It is no good. By the way, Peyton Call has also came in. He made the nice switch there. Off the missed shot. The ball is deflected out of bounds off of Amherst. And Eustace Farnham will get it again. So Collins to throw it in. Off a couple of screens, looks in the paint. Nothing there. Lobs it out of the wing to Gibbons. Gibbons crossover, tough, contested three. Is off the mark, no good. Rebound brought down by Braden Eckout. He'll hustle it down the floor, and the outlet pass is going to be a missed layup. Rebound brought down by Bowler. Bowler up the front court. Killen just put it up a little too lightly, and it didn't crawl over the rim for Amherst. 7-4 to four Broncos. And again, Amherst, their whole deal is score, press, steal, score, press, steal. And if you can't score to get it started, it isn't going to happen. Driving is going to be a roop. The shot is no good. Rebound is brought down underneath by Collins, and he's going to kick it out for another three-pointer that is off the mark. And again, Amherst can't grab the basketball. Out of bounds it goes. And a substitution right back in with those two fouls is Trey Tobenheim. 4-16 to go first quarter. Amherst 7 and Eustace Farnham 4. First of four games for you here today from the Cool Viero Events Center. Knights will bring the ball in, throw it out top. That may be about the only place they're going to get a lot of shots. They have had some looks from the outside, but they will lob it into the big fella. Turnaround jumper no good for Bowler. Contested, and the ball deflected out of bounds. Nobody can grab it. It is last touched by Eustace Farnham. 
So Bronco basketball uncontested. The Knights are just going to set back in a 2-1-2 zone. They want nothing to do with man-on-man against this senior-laden team. Braden Eckhout's three is no good. Offensive rebound is grabbed by Trey Tommenheim. Shuffles it to the right side. Hadwiger for another three. It's no good. Then a rebound brought down by Hayden Roop. And the foul called on the Broncos. And Yes, Amherst is a good three-point shooting team, but there is no reason not to get the ball inside right here against a team that they dominated before. They are more athletic than, they're more experienced than, and they're just settling for shots from the outside. Checking in is Christian Tim. The foul was called on Taylor Killen, his first third-team foul on Amherst. Eustace Farnham hanging around here in the early going, trying to stay out of this pressure, but right into the trap, and the ball is stolen away by Tobenheim. Feeds Adelong, eight-footer in the paint, is up and in, and that's what will fuel Amherst. Inbounds past the Knights, knocked away, but out of bounds as Adelung comes into the table over here. And more substitutes. And black basketball, Eustace Farnham. Got the right call, just was pointing the wrong way. The official knew whose ball it was supposed to be, just got confused which way the Knights were going. So Eustace Farnham will throw it in. Trailing 9-4 to four here against the Broncos with three and a half to go in the first quarter of play. Skip pass, dangerous pass. It's easily picked off by Trey Tobenheim. Tobenheim behind the pack, four on four. On the wing to Adelung, fakes the three, one dribble. Baseline jumper from nine is good. Back-to-back buckets here for Adelung, and now Amherst has got it going. They steal the inbounds pass. Eckout gives it off to Hadwiger, and he's mugged before the shot. It all comes down to turnovers for Eustace Farnham. There's absolutely no doubt about it, and most of the teams that Amherst will play. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here by the Knights and Coach Hubbard. With 3.09 to go here in the first quarter of play, a timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in the Fort Kearney Conference Boys quarterfinals. Amherst 11, Eustace Farnham 4. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. The Knights calling the first time out of the ball game. And ready to take it out of the baseline will be Amherst and Braden Eckhout dumps it to the left-hand corner to Hadwiger. Right back to Eckhout off the screen. He's got the open three, but it's going to be short. No good. Amherst is one of five. The rebound brought down by Bowler, and he'll immediately kick it out on the wing to Caleb Gibbons. Gibbons trying to trap him at the top of the circle. Swings it over to Fossey, but it's over his hands and out of bounds. And Eustace Farnham now with three really quick turnovers the last three times they've touched the basketball. So the Broncos will bring it across the timeline. They are on a 9-0 run right now. Eustace Farnham did have the lead momentarily. Foul at the other end. Double clutch. Tobenheim spins it in. And the foul on Aiden Bowler is second. He has both fouls for Eustace Farnham. Tobenheim with his second bucket. And now a chance to complete a three-point play. Bowler will come out of the game here for the Knights. And Christian Tim comes in. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good. So Tobenheim with five in the quarter, and the lead is now 10 at 14-4. to 
They'll take the press off off the made free throw. Eustace Farnham throws it deep and another turnover. So the Knights showing some of the youngness that they have had. The youth, I guess, is better than youngness. Youngness isn't a word, is it? And they've turned it over four straight times here. They came out with a little confidence, and they played well the first three minutes. Now the next couple, trouble hanging out of the basketball. So up the floor, Adelon will give it off to Tobenheim. Against the zone defense, they'll get it to the high post. Hadwiger, turnaround jumper, sets on the rim, won't go. Winning the battle for the offensive board. Call, missed it, second time, got it. So Peyton Call with his first bucket of the basketball game. And it is now 16-4, Amherst getting into the rhythm of things. And maybe it was just a little wake-up call after the first couple of minutes to get it going here. Top of the key with it is Roop. Roop, nice move on Adelung. Kicks it off on the wing. No shot, though, by Fossey. Gets it to the high post to Collins. His pass is taken away. Up the floor, two on two. Eckout runs it out, lays it up. Contested shot is in. Eckout now with four. And Amherst is up 18 to four. And the turnovers continue to mount. Another one here against the pressure. And then a foul going to be called on Eustace Farnham after the turnover. Hayden Roop will get his first foul, third team foul. And now checking in for the Amherst Broncos will be Blake Kreitz. 6'1 senior will give Hadwiger a breather. Ty got hurt midway through the football season, and great to see him back here. He was out until the first of the year, missed all the December games. Call high post, kicks it out to Eckout. Braden going to try and find that three-point range. No good, but Call follows, gets the rebound, and scores. Second offensive put back for Peyton Call. And it is now 20-4, Broncos with the lead. And the Knights haven't been able to get a shot up in a couple of minutes with all the turnovers. Baxter into the corner. Back up top, they'll go to Collins. Ball fake. There's the shot from the free throw line. Up and in for Hayden Root. Nice ball fake, and he's able to break that 18-0 run by Amherst. And it's now 20-6. Adelung tries to answer with the three, and he does. Makes it look so effortless out there. As the lefty strokes it in, and he now has seven. As Eustace Farnham breaks the press, three on two. Kick it to the corner, but does not take the shot. Throw it back up top. It's stolen away in an easy layup. That is in for Trey Tobenheim. He now has seven. And for only having five points for quite a while, the Broncos now with 25 points here in the first quarter. Off of a lot of steals. With it is Fossey in the front court. Up top, these high arching slow passes are easy for the speedy Amherst ball club to get to. So they'll have to be a little bit better there. Three-pointer top of the key by Roop. Off the heel, no good. High in the air for the rebound. Tommenheim will grab it. Drives the floor. Dishes it to Adelung. Pulls up and scores. Down to 12 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Roop brings the ball up the floor here. Gets across the timeline. Five seconds, four seconds. Baxter, will they even get a shot? Yes, they will. Right corner three is no good off the heel from Shea Collins. And that is the end of the first quarter of play. In the boys' Fort Kearney Conference quarterfinals, the top seed Amherst rolling right now, 27-6 over Eustace Farnham here on ESPN Radio. 
Even more basketball at the 9th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Deron Davis against Omaha South, led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games. Featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at the Viero Event Center. A big thank you to Dana Wright and the crew here at the Event Center for their hospitality and, as always, to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball. The second quarter begins with Amherst and the basketball leading it 27-6 here over the number nine seed, Eustace Farnham. And a quick backdoor lob. It doesn't work, but Hadwiger went and got it. Even though it didn't work, Hadwiger was able to adjust and go grab it and score. A layup there for Ty. He's got five. Adelung nine. Toppenheim seven. At the other end, they get it into the big fella, and Aiden Bowler is going to put it right over the front of the rim for his first bucket. And Eustace Farnham answers back. Hadwiger on the right block goes around the baseline, or down the baseline. Reverse layup. Up no good. Rebound to Collins. In the first quarter, Eustace Farnham, four boards, twice as many for Amherst. Three-point shooting Amherst was two of seven, and Eustace Farnham was one of six. Bowler with it at the top of the circle. Hands it off here to Gibbons. Caleb, a little crossover, long three. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound grabbed in the corner. Braden Eck out up the floor. His pass is going to be kicked. Ton of speed here on this Bronco basketball team, and they lead it 29 to eight early in quarter number two. Get everybody situated here, and now they're ready to throw it in. Adelung, just a simple inbounds pass, top of the key. They'll work it on the left wing, back to Trevor, top of the key for the three. It's off the iron, no good. Offensive rebound, Holden Eck out, and on the ball fake, he's going to draw the foul. Holden will be looking for his first points of the game from the free throw line here. And the foul is going to be called on Caleb Gibbons, his first, and the fifth team foul on Eustace Farnham. So the first free throw for Holden Eck out is off the front of the iron, no good. Yesterday, the Amherst girls won an exciting fashion. Casey Jurgens hitting the three-pointer with three seconds to go in regulation to force overtime and make the nice comeback against Lewis. Second free throw is good. So Eck out gets one of two. And it's now 30-8, Amherst with the lead. 6.45 to go here in the first half. Long pass to try and break it. The press to Baxter. Baxter got caught up there, and it's easily picked off by Holden Eckhout. That is the 11th turnover for the Knights. Amherst has two, and those were early on. Braden Eckhout for three. It's no good. He'll help get the rebound tip back out to Trevor Adelung. And inside to Holden Eckhout, and Eckhout will score. Just a bullet pass down on the block. After the recovery of the offensive rebound. Knights into the front court. Roop 
He's a good-looking shooter if he gets open space. Kicks it to Bowler, back out to Roop. Roop drives baseline. The left-hand runner is in. Hayden Roop with his second bucket. Well defended, and he got it to go. Now fast break the other way. Tobenheim quickly rotates it into the corner. Back inside to Trey. He's trying to make room. Takes a tough shot. Rolls off the rim. No good. And the defensive board brought down by Gibbons. And then as he tries to kick it out, Adelung steals it away, and they don't even get to half court at Amherst. Will reset. Over on the right wing, skip pass. Back up top, Adelung in the paint. Holden Eckhout's open again. That's the same play he just scored on. And it's 34-10, to 10, Amherst. Don't forget at halftime, it is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. And a timeout going to be called here by Eustace Farnham with 5.29 to go here in the second quarter of play. It's undefeated Amherst leading the Knights 34-10. to 10. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Buzz's Marine is proud to support high school sports. We can't think of anything that brings the family closer together. Well, maybe there's one thing. Buzz's Marine has brought the boating lifestyle to Nebraskans for over five decades, creating family memories that last a lifetime. We proudly showcase eight acres of new and used sport boats, surf boats, deck boats, pontoons, and fishing boats. Go to buzzesmarine.com for a list of our full inventory. Family owned and operated for three generations. Discover why we are the home of family boating. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Doug Duda back with you here at the Viero Events Center in Kearney. A reminder that the Heartland Hoops Classic is coming up one week from Saturday at the Heartland Events Center in Grand Island with games here on ESPN and Classic Hits 98.9. If you haven't got your ticket yet, a limited number are now available at TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks in downtown Kearney. And Amherst will be there the very first game against Bruning Davenport Shickley at 9 a.m. And that'll be a big-time matchup there, one of the few tests of rated teams on the Amherst roster. As out of the timeout, Roop will drive. Has some room down the lane, but it won't fall for him. Rebound brought down by Tobenheim. Long outlet pass, and the transition bucket is put away by Braden Eckhout. Just great spacing, great passing, and, of course, that's what happens when this group has played together since they were little kids, and for most of them, all starting the last three years of high school. Trying to make some room for himself. The Knights get it on the baseline. The jumper by Gibbons will not go. Rebound, Braden Eckhout, immediate baseball pass to the other end and a run out for Tommenheim. And let's see how long Bill Giffen stays with his starters here. Remember, you want to run them a little bit because they haven't played this week. And another miss at the other end. Holden Eckhout will get the rebound and add along to the other end. He'll lay it up. And in, he's got 11 points. 40 to 10. And Eustace Farnham has to run with Amherst. That's the only way they can break the press is to get it in quickly. But getting back to what we were saying, Coach Giffen probably start going to his bench here. They will have to play three games in four days if, well, if they win here, which they are going to do. And then no matter what would happen to happen on the semifinals against the Loomis Wilcox Hildreth winner. And we will see back into the game Taylor Killen on Peyton Call. Also, Blake Kreitz. This is kind of the eight that Coach Giffen will run. The three off the bench with his five starters. In the left-hand corner, back out to Kreitz. They don't guard him, so he'll shoot the three and hit it. Blake Kreitz with his first bucket of the basketball game. And like we said in the open, it's like throwing it into the ocean. They are such good shooters, and Eustace Farnham turns it over. So multiple opportunities here for the Broncos. And again, Amherst would play in the first boys' semifinal tomorrow at approximately 5.30. 
They're spacing them out just 90 minutes. And if everything goes right, then that happens. If it doesn't, then you got a little more problem. Kreitz going to try another three, this time a little deeper in the left-hand corner. It's no good, and Lane Baxter has the board here for the Knights. Up the floor, Gibbons. Gibbons dribbles it off a foot. He dribbled it off an Amher for first foot, but then it rolled off his and out of bounds. Knights' fourth turnover of the quarter. On the floor for Eustace Farnham, they've just brought Christian Tim in, so he's out there with Mason Fossey, Lane Baxter, Shea Collins is out there, and the big fella in the middle, the sophomore, Aiden Bowler. Right now it is Amherst ball. Kreitz into the corner to Killen. On the right block, they'll get it to call. Back out to Killen. He'll fire the three-pointer. That one's off the mark, but an offensive rebound. Peyton Call is no good. Trying again, and he grabs it and walks. Peyton Call. Again, a couple of offensive boards, but ended up traveling. First turnover of the quarter for Amherst. 43-10, to 10, and again, you look at that 33-point margin, and this was a 5-4 game for about the first four minutes, and then it went all fire, all cylinders for Amherst. And it'll be another turnover in the backcourt for Eustace Farnham. Pressured there, out over on the left wing, driving in is Killen. Killen has some room in the paint, puts up the runner, no good. Offensive rebound, put back up and in by Holden Eckout, who has all seven of his points here in the quarter. And if this gets to a 40-point lead, of course, then the game clock runs throughout the second half. Three-pointer at the other end is on the way, and it is good for Mason Fossey. And now they're going to blow the whistle and say, is that a three or a two? Well, they're going to change it. And make it a two-pointer. Fossey had his toe on the line. And so, hoping that they could get every point possible. It doesn't matter, though. Mason knocks it home. It was a good-looking shot. 45-12, though. Amherst in total control of this basketball game. Lob it to the high post, but Call had it slip through his hands. Back-to-back turnovers here for the Broncos as Bowler comes up with a loose basketball. Into Lane Baxter, front court right side. They'll give it to Collins. Collins into the right corner to Bowler. Bowler working on call. Takes the jumper from 10 and hits it. Aiden Bowler with five points now for Eustace Farnham. I thought he was going to keep dribbling, then just cast it up. Now Call's going to try a three for the Broncos. No good. Bowler gets the rebound, and all of a sudden, Aiden has got a little second wind in him here with two minutes to go in the half. Baxter. Tries to get it inside to Bowler, but it's over his head and it'll be turned over. Eustace Farnham trying to knock it away from Braden Eckhout. Over in the corner, Kreitz. Three in transition is no good. Rebound fought for. It's bouncing around and finally grabbed by Eustace Farnham. Christian Tim will grab it. To Baxter, who hustles it up the front court, but sneaking in from behind, Tobenheim will pick it away. He'll outlet it in the front court to hold an Eckhout. Pulls up for the three. It's no good. Offensive rebound is grabbed by Blake Kreitz. A lot of missed threes, but they're getting a lot of offensive boards. Braden Eckhout for the three. It's no good. Offensive rebound, no good by Holden Eckhout. And then it's going to be pulled down by Eustace Farnham. Tim gets another one. They want to run, but it is lost by Fossey. And just like they did towards the end of the first quarter, Eustace Farnham has hit the Bermuda Triangle of turnovers here. Under two minutes to go second quarter. That's four straight. And Eckhout on the weak side gets it to call on the right block. Good defense by Bowler. Makes him kick it out. Kreitz at the top of the key for the three. It is no good. That's ten attempted threes here for Amherst, and they've made one in this quarter. And again, you can get into some bad habits here. 
They haven't went too deep on the bench, so they rotate their starters in. And in fact, the starters are all back on the floor last night, right now for the last minute of the half. Eustace Farnham doesn't have near the bench that Amherst has. They get trapped, swing it over to the right side. Tim tries to get it into Bowler, but Adelung steals the basketball away. Outlet pass, left-hand layup for Tommenheim is good. He's got 11, 47-14 in favor of Amherst. 30 seconds to go before our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. With the dribble is Roop trying to get out of there. Needs some help. Nobody helps. Ball taken away again. And then trying to get it up the floor. Amherst throws it away. 20 turnovers for the Knights, and that is the fifth for the Amherst Broncos. And they get it back here to the Knights with 18 seconds to go before halftime. First half stats, preview of what's still to come on our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Bowler gets the ball across the timeline, gives it back over to Hayden Roop. Six seconds to go. He's still out at midcourt. Roop trying to find somebody to get it to. Gets it to Bowler. He'll get a 12-footer away at the horn. It is no good. And we are at halftime. As expected, undefeated and the third-ranked team in C2, Amherst, dominating the number nine seed, Eustace Farnham, here at the half. The Broncos, 47, and the Knights, 14. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. Custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper, north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back to the Viero Event Center here in Kearney for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Our first boys quarterfinal has the number one seed Amherst rolling up on Eustace Farnham here at the half by a score of 47 to 14. The number two seed Axtell will take on the number seven seed Overton in our next game, slated to begin at 4.30 here on ESPN Radio. Then we'll switch over to Classic Hits 98.9 at 6 o'clock. Loomis will play Wilcox Hildreth, and the winner of that gets Amherst tomorrow. And then the final game tonight, sometime around 7.30, will be SEM taking on Elm Creek. The girls' semifinals are set for tomorrow, and they will get underway at 2.30 
with Elm Creek, the number one seed, taking on Amherst. And then the defending champion, Axtell, will take on Wilcox-Hildreth in the second game at 4 o'clock. Amherst will take on the Loomis-Wilcox-Hildreth boys' winner tomorrow at 5.30. And then the bottom half of the bracket semifinal around 7. All here on ESPN. The consolation games begin at 3 on Monday. The championships at 6. Also here on ESPN Radio. We'll be bringing you the semifinals of the Luplat Conference Basketball Tournament from Centura on Classic Hits 98-9 tomorrow. The girls semifinals at 1-3, and three, the boys at 5-7. and seven. Tonight, uh, three schools are hosting doubleheaders. Kearney Catholic has Wood River, both girls and boys, beginning at 6-15. Ord has the Donovan Trumbull girls and Arcadia Loop City boys. And Centura will host the Adams Central girls and Donovan Trumbull boys. Those are all 6.15 and 8 o'clock, doubleheaders. 7 o'clock, the Adams Central boys will host Gibbon. That's on 12.30 a.m. KHAS and PlatteRiverPreps.com, while the Ravenna girls will host Arcadia Loop City at 7 o'clock. Then they will move to St. Paul after the semifinals at Centura. They will play the finals and consolations at St. Paul Monday, 5 and 7 o'clock. Girls both at 5, boys at 7 Again, on Classic Hits 98-9. In the Twin Valley Conference Tournament, the girls' semifinals tonight at Kennesaw at 6, Blue Hill and Lawrence Nelson, followed by Kennesaw and Silver Lake. And at Adams Central, the boys' semifinals, Kennesaw and Deschler at 6, a rematch of a Deschler win just a week ago. And then Lawrence Nelson will play Blue Hill with all of the consolation and finals of the Twin Valley tomorrow at Adams Central. And the Southern Nebraska Conference Tournament, they still have to play their quarterfinals tonight. For the girls, top seed Superior will host Centennial. Fillmore Central's at Tri-County. Sandy Creek is at Heartland. That begins at 545. And Wilbur Claytonia is at Sutton. For the boys, top seed Fillmore Central will host Superior. Sutton's at Wilbur Claytonia. Sandy Creek is at Heartland. Convenient there for the uh, Sandy Creek ball clubs going to Heartland and Centennial will be at Milford. Regular season action tonight, St. Cecilia Mount Michael game postponed at Elkhorn. The Carney at Grand Island doubleheader is in the old gym tonight, and you'll hear it right here on ESPN at 6. Also, Grand Island Northwest is at Holdridge. Central Catholic is at Lexington. It is Cozad at Minden tonight, among other games in the area. Here we're at the half, 47-14. Amherst leads the Eustis Farnham boys. We'll look at the numbers in a minute. If you're a grower looking for big yields, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about seed treatment options for your farm, contact Craig Weegis, local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Doug Duda back with you here at the Viero Events Center in Kearney where we are ready to take a look at the first half stats of our first boys quarterfinal game. But before they do that or before we do that, 
Uh, Nebraska is looking for an assistant coach. Head football coach Mike Riley announced today that assistant coach Hank Hughes will not return to the staff. The short statement said, quote, I want to thank Hank for his hard work and contributions to our football program over the past year. We continue to build our program with the pursuit of championships, always at the forefront of everything we do, and we will look for a great coach, teacher, and recruiter to enhance our defense. So assistant Hank Hughes is out at Nebraska. Here's a look at your first half numbers for Eustace Farnham. Mason Fossey, two points. Shea Collins hit a three-point bucket, has two rebounds. Caleb Gibbons, a rebound. Hayden Roop, four points and a rebound. Lane Baxter has a rebound. Christian Tim, two rebounds. And Aiden Bowler, five points, three rebounds. 14 points, 10 rebounds, one out of two at the free throw line, one of seven from three-point land, 20 turnovers in the first half for Eustace Farnham. For Amherst here in the first half, we have Trevor Adelung with 11 points and one rebound. Holden Eck out all seven of his points in the second quarter. He has a team-high six rebounds. Trey Tobenheim has a game-high 11 points along with Adelung, three rebounds. Braden Eck out six points, three rebounds. Peyton Call, four points, five rebounds. Ty Hadwiger, five points. And Blake Kreitz has hit a three-point bucket. 27 points in the first quarter, 20 here in the second. And at the half, Amherst has 47 points, 19 rebounds. They are two out of three at the free throw line, three of 17 from three-point land. They're not making a lot of threes, but they're getting a lot of offensive rebounds and two-pointers off of those misses. Turnovers for the Broncos, they have five. Foul situation, Holden Eckout has two for Amherst. Aiden Bowler has two for Eustace Farnham. Amherst leading it at the half by a score of 47-14. to 14. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is coming up next. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now's the time to make sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Call and Axman can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sale and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. At the Aurora Cooperative, we're continually driven by what's next in agriculture. So we're dedicated to being your first resource for world-class agronomy, grain storage and marketing, high-performance feeds, and energy. Driven by our vision to be financially strong, innovative, independent, locally owned. You're driven by the opportunities that exist. We're driven to help you make the most of them. Now and for the next generation. The Aurora Cooperative. Growing opportunities. Let's take a look at our seeds to success here for the second half. Brought to you by your Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Well, you expect to see a lot of the bench players here in the second half for Amherst, probably against a lot of the starters for at least the third quarter for Eustace Farnham. If Eustace Farnham can handle the pressure, and we knew that coming in, They've got a few looks at the basket down here, and that's the best that the Eustace Farnham is going to be able to do as they're outmatched against this much more experienced Amherst team. For Amherst, when the second and third team, the rest of the guys off the bench get in there, don't play sloppy. Handle the ball, run your system, 
No need to take 17 three-pointers in the second half. Work on the things that are going to get you some offensive looks inside. Those are our seeds to success, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Also, congrats to the Amherst wrestling team. Once again, the FKC champions winning it yesterday. Elm Creek performed very well. Pleasanton was third in yesterday's tournament. Eustace Farnham will get the ball here to start the third quarter of play as we get things rolling in the second half. Starters are out there for the Broncos. We'll see how long they do play here. Both sets of starters are out there. That's Collins, Gibbons, Root, Baxter, Bowler for Eustace Farnham. Looking at a three, but Gibbons can't get it away with a hand in his face. Now he'll just back up and take a longer one. It's well short, and it'll be grabbed there by Trevor Adelung. Adelung up the floor, holding that count on the runout is fouled, and it's going to crawl in a chance for a three-point play here for Amherst. Really getting that long outlet pass knowing where everybody's going to be. And one shot coming up after the foul called on Caleb Gibbons, his second. And holding that count now, who is one of two at the line, one of just two players to shoot free throws for Amherst. He'll put it up and in 50-14. to 14. And again, the key number is when Amherst gets up by 40, we'll see that running clock across the timeline here. Hayden Roop. Roop. Had a couple of nice-looking shots in this first half. Has four points. Wrap around on the right block. Kick it back out to Bowler in the right corner. Swing it out to Gibbons. He'll try the three-pointer off the front of the iron. No good. Long rebound comes out to Braden Eckhout. He'll try and outrace everybody back, then kick it to Tobenheim. Open three off the iron. No good. The ball swatted out of bounds off of Amherst. And Eustace Farnham will throw it in. So neither team shooting the three well. Some of that... Sometimes have to do with playing in the open-air auditorium here at the Viero Event Center. Not used to doing that. Others is just not their night. Three of 18 for Amherst, one of nine for Eustace Farnham. As Holden Eckhout steps in the passing lane, gets the steal, two-on-one, gives it off, gets it back. Good defense by Collins, but just a well-ran two-on-one break. And Holden Eckhout has the first five points here the second half. For Amherst at 52-14. Now Rupert runner at the other end. No good, but an offensive stick back up and in by Caleb Gibbons. He'll have his first bucket of the ball game on an offensive put back. That doesn't stop the Broncos as they sprint to the other end. Takes him about three seconds to get down there. And Trey Tobenheim is fouled as he goes to the rack. And he'll go to the line and shoot two. Foul will be called on Shea Collins, his first. And for Tobenheim, he's one of one at the line, had 11 in the first half, and he's got one here in the second half as he nails the free throw. Game two today will be Axtell and Overton here on ESPN Radio. Second free throw on the way, and it is short. And it'll belong to Eustace Farnham. Trey Tobenheim had that uh, arthritic elbow step up there. I've had that a few times. You never want to have it when you're shooting the basketball, though. I mean, he airballed it. It barely hit the bottom of the rim. It's just one of those things you aren't going to see the rest of the year, probably. Eustace Farnham across the timeline. Adelung trying to keep Roop from driving. Roop doing a good job hanging on. Hayden now pull-up jumper, rolls around the rim and in. So as I said when we came into the halftime break, when they get into the front court, the Knights usually do a pretty good job of taking care of and getting a shot away. Now, when they force it inside to Bowler, and he's not open, they were turning it over. But Roop now has six points. And at the other end, Braden Eckhout tries a three. It's no good. Aiden Bowler will get his fourth rebound. 
to Roop. Long pass to Baxter is picked off by Braden Eckout. He'll take it in and score. So the steal and bucket for Braden Eckout makes it 55-18 to 18 in favor of Amherst with five and a half to go here in the third quarter. Roop at the top of the circle. Off the screen from Collins. Wants to get it back to Shea, but the bounce pass is stolen away by Adelung. Two on one. The trailer Eckout back to Adelung, and he'll hit the layup. You can definitely tell that the Broncos do a good job of getting it back to the guy who made the steal in the beginning. Three or four times here we have seen that. The Knights to the left wing. Gibbons with it. Brings it into the paint. Ball knocked out of his hands on the shot attempt. Steal by Trey Tommenheim. Up ahead to Braden Eckout. He gets an easy one this time. He now has 10 in the ball game. And there it is. The 41-point lead. Six straight now for Amherst. And so the clock will run the rest of the game unless there's a timeout or between the quarters. As the ball stolen away by Eckhout again, five turnovers here. He'll give it off to Hadwiger, the trailer, and he just took off on the wrong foot. He hit the rim on the way up. Eustace Farnham cannot grab the rebound, and it'll belong to the uh, Amherst Broncos, and the Knights are going to call timeout here and bring a bunch of players in off the bench. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, 59-18 Amherst, four and a half to go, third quarter on ESPN. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. With our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda, back at the Viero Events Center. Out of the timeout, Blake Kreintz is in. Peyton calls in. They get it to Kreintz, try to get it back out to call, and Fossey will make the steal of just the sixth turnover for Amherst. Also in there, Colton Thompson now, another sophomore for the Knights. Here's Roop. He'll try the three-pointer. He's got it. Hayden Roop hits the second three-pointer of the game here for Eustace Farnham. He's now got nine points to lead the way for the Knights, 59-21. And as we talked about in our season success, just keep playing. Just keep playing. Riley Thompson is in for Amherst. He'll take a shot. No good. Dakota Abbott is also in there. The ball is loose trying to get the rebound, and it is going to be Abbott. But then his pass out front is stolen away. And at the other end, the layup is good for Hayden Roop. Seven in the corner here for Roop. He is a junior, so he'll be back, and he is Eustace Farnham's leader out here on the court. As we said, this is a team that only averages 30 points, and that's when they, even when they're not playing the number one team in the conference and the number three team in the state. Bounce pass, try to get it into Abbott. We're going to get a hand check foul underneath. And let's see who this one goes on for. Eustace Farnham, Caleb Gibbons will get his third. 
Roop leads the team at just over 10 points per ball game. Bowler about seven, also about eight a game for Gibbons. Those are the three that do the majority of the scoring here. Kreitz at the free throw line will take the jumper. No good. On the deflection, it's out of bounds off of Taylor Killian, or Killen, excuse me. So Killen and Kreitz call Riley Thompson, Dakota Abbott, the five out there for Amherst for Eustace Farnham, Mason Fossey, Colton Thompson, Christian Tim, along with Hayden Roop and Caleb Gibbons. 2.40 to go here in quarter number three, all Amherst. Eustace Farnham just trying to keep it in the ballpark here. They'll try a three top of the key on that Caleb Gibbons. So when you get a look, they're able to knock a few down. A nice job here by the Knights. They have scored a dozen points here so far in the third quarter. Peyton Call tries to answer at the other end, and he will. That is the first three in a long, long time for Amherst, 62-26. to 26. First time it was 81-15. to 15. And now we're going to get a hand check foul called on the Broncos. And they're going to sub five players back in. They're going to bring all of their starters back into the game here with two minutes to go in quarter number three. In the meantime, Roop tied his shoe. Clock runs. Knights throw it in. Foul was called on Taylor Killen, his second. First of the half and another three. And Caleb Gibbons with back-to-back threes here for Eustace Farnham. At the other end, Braden Eckhout for three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Caleb Gibbons. Gibbons outlet to Roop. Knights are feeling it, thinking about the three, but Tom and Heim will come out and get a hand in his face. Starting to drive. Ball got away and a whistle, a foul, as it's knocked out of the hands of Caleb Gibbons. Before the shot, Trevor Adelon with his first. And now coming in for the night, Spencer Pleshcourt, as well as Jordan Fangmeyer. And it looks like J.D. Bartell is also checking in. So it looks like everybody's been in now for Eustace Farnham as they'll throw it in underneath their own hoop. Lob it into the right corner of the freshman, Pleshcourt, knocked away by Holden Eckout. Eckout will bring it to the other end, and he is fouled by Caleb Gibbons. And that is the fourth on Gibbons. And by the time Trevor Adelon gets done shooting free throws, the time will probably expire here in the quarter. Adelon will go to the line for the first time this afternoon. Nine of his 13 points were in the first quarter. Free throw is on the way, and it bounces around. And in. 63-29 Amherst as the clock runs with the 40-point rule. Well, even though Eustace Farnham got it under 40, the second free throw is good by Adelung. Down to six seconds to go. Eustace Farnham, I don't think they have any clue how much time's left. They'll make a pass that's deflected out of bounds. As time expires, and after three, it's Amherst 64. Eustace Farnham 29. The boys' quarterfinals of the Fort Carney Conference Tournament here on KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust when it comes to new construction. Building a home is one of the most exciting and overwhelming times in your life with so many decisions. Make the decision of your heating, electrical, and plumbing contractor an easy one. One contractor for all three trades eliminates delays in construction. Plus, our qualified technicians deliver the best from start to finish. Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With locations in Kearney and Holdridge and on the web at andersonbros.com. We head to the fourth quarter. Time for our Sarah Care moment of the game. Brought to you by the special people at Sarah Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. It actually was a sluggish start here for Amherst, but once they finally settled down, they were able to get those steals and layups and transition buckets and went on a 20-0 run. After being down 4-2, to two, that's our Sarah Care moment of the game. As we come back to action to start the fourth quarter, Colin Jackson will get his first touch, his first shot from nine, and he'll put it up and in. So bench is cleared basically for both teams as Eustace Farnham will get it into the front court, working at the top of the circle to Fangmeyer. Fangmeyer hands it off to Bartell. Against the man-to-man here of the Broncos. Bounce pass, knocked away. Peyton Call makes the steal. That's the 27th turnover for Eustace Farnham. They'll dish it off to Kreitz. No good. Backside rebound. Call up and in. And Peyton Call getting a lot of points off the offensive class. For Amherst, 15 for Trevor Adelung. 12 each for Holden Eckhout and Trey Tobenheim. Braden Eckhout with 10. And now Call has 9. On the other end, Gibbons and Roop had all 15 points in the last quarter for Eustace Farnham, who has it fall through their hands here. Hayden Roop has 11 points and eight in the game for Caleb Gibbons. All of them came in that last quarter where they hit their last three threes. Jackson will try a three here. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Peyton Call. There's one that doesn't fall. And the rebound brought down by Pleshcourt, the freshman here for Eustace Farnham. Into the front court, open jumper on the way for Tim, and he got it from 15. Christian Tim with his first bucket of the basketball game, 68-31. And trying to go coast-to-coast and doing it with the finish is Riley Thompson, the sophomore for Amherst. And then a steal on the inbounds, put right back up and no good by Killen. And then deflected out of bounds to Eustace Farnham. So don't expect anything different when you're getting down on the bench. You want to see both groups kind of take that philosophy so when they are moving up in age and get into the starting lineup and have more minutes, they can run the same system as Eustace Farnham gets it to Spencer Pleshcourt in the right-hand corner. Spencer trying to back in. We're going to get a timeout here by Eustace Farnham, and that will stop the clock with 5.46 remaining in our basketball game. Amherst. The top seed and undefeated Broncos leading Eustace Farnham 70-31. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Back to the Viero Event Center here on ESPN Radio, 546 with the running clock again going here in our boys' quarterfinal game. Amherst taking care of business with Eustace Farnham. It's 70-31, to three-pointer, Pleshort, top of the key, hit the front of the iron, no good. Rebound grabbed by Thompson for Amherst. Riley, long outlet pass, got it underneath to Kreitz. Kreitz needs some help, kicks it out to Taylor Killen. And Killen will try a three-pointer from the right side of the key. It's no good. Offensive rebound back up by Jackson, and he'll draw the foul. It won't fall, but he'll go to the line and shoot two. He hit a bucket right off the first possession of the quarter. The foul called on Jordan Fangmeyer, his first. And don't forget at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Quick rundown of the final stats, and then won't take long to turn it around for Axtell and Overton, our next game, which is scheduled to begin at 4.30, and we should be really close to that's tipping off on time here with the running clock. First free throw, no good, Jackson. But the second one, well, maybe they called in the lane. It looks like they're going to, it went, but they're going to call a violation, and so it does not count for Colin Jackson. And here comes Eustace Farnham in the front court, J.D. Bartell. Gets it on the right elbow to Thompson. Thompson's pass is deflected out of bounds by Peyton Call. With 4.20 to go, 70-31 to 31 Amherst. They will play tomorrow in the first boys semifinal at approximately 5.30 against tonight's Loomis-Wilcox-Hildreth winner. Here's Pleshcourt taking the shot. It's blocked out of bounds. Jackson and Call were down there. And now more Bronco faces coming into the game. Evan Palmer. Checks in, Chase Pearson. Also back into the game, we got Dakota Abbott. It's used as far in a ball. They'll get a three-pointer on the way from Pleshort. No good. And Colin Jackson will rip down his second rebound. Also in the game for Amherst. At that last break, Grant Bergstrom. So everybody's seen playing time for both teams. 3.40 to go. Bergstrom top of the key. Over to Jackson, the left-hand corner. They'll get it to Pearson. Back up top, driving in. Palmer puts up the left-hander. Too tough. Then the offensive put back Dakota Abbott, and he'll score. A lot of 6-2 kids in there right now. Not a lot of meat on the bones for these freshmen and sophomores, but they are battling and just a little bit taller than what Eustace Farnham could put out there. And Dakota Abbott with his second board and a chance to get a three-point play right here. And the free throw is good. So a three-point play by Dakota Abbott, 73-31 to 31 in favor 
of the Broncos. Amherst doesn't have trouble scoring throughout the year. They average 78.5 points per contest. Get it down a low block and a foul. Going to be called here on Abbott trying to block the shot of Spencer Pleshcourt. And Spencer is going to go to the line and shoot two. 2.30 to go in the game. New West Post Game Show is coming up. As the free throw is on the way, the freshman hits the front of the rim. No good. Back in will be Mason Fossey for the Knights. And Christian Tim will check out. Second free throw now. On the way, and it is short, but Plushcourt's going to run after his own rebound, and he got it out for a three-pointer that's on the way by Fangmeyer. No good, and the board will be grabbed by Colin Jackson. Jackson gets the ball up the floor looking for a quick shot. They get it on the block. The turnaround jumper by Jackson is no good, but a foul will be called, or excuse me, that's Abbott, and Dakota will go right back to the line and shoot two. First foul on Colton Thompson. Let's see if Abbott can add to the point total from the last time down. Yep, off the front of the rim and in for the 6-2 sophomore. Four straight for Abbott. And a second free throw coming up. Again, Axtell over to next. Then tonight, Loomis, Wilcox, Hildreth, and SEM Elm Creek. Second free throw, set down the rim, and it goes. How about five quick ones here for the sophomore Dakota Abbott to help his average out a little bit, just getting over one point a game. And here at the other end, been a while since Eustace Farnham turned it over, but there's number 30 as they threw it into the student body. As we walk it up the floor here, one minute to go in the game as Grant Bergstrom brings it into the front court. Up top with it is Chase Pearson. Pearson dribbles to the right side of the key, off the screen, wanted the shot, couldn't get it. Now they'll lob it over the top of the defense to Palmer. Back at top, patience here. Pearson will take an 18-footer. It's off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Jordan Fangmeyer. Knights looking for maybe their last chance to get a bucket of the ball game. Fossey lobs it down on the block to Thompson. Thompson turns, sees the big hand of Palmer and kicks it out. Ball knocked away. How about Abbott with the steal now to the other end? Oh, he wanted to dunk it. He didn't dunk it, but it went in. (laughs) Dakota Abbott says, I got a chance to get a dunk in a varsity game. One of those where he brought it down and then it bounced around for a while and went in. 15 seconds here. Abbott. Knocks it out of bounds, and by the time that referee David Squires grabs the ball, it'll be the end of the game. They're going to stop the clock, though, because they had to go get the basketball. So that'll give Eustace Farnham one more chance. And it doesn't wind out Mr. Squires too much, so he'll be okay. Eustace Farnham to throw it in, see who can get a shot away here. Six seconds to go. They may not get a shot. Kick it back out top. Pleshcourt with a three at the horn, no, and that's the end of the ball game. And the Amherst Broncos go to 18-0. Eustace Farnham's two-game winning streak comes to an end. They're 4-13 after winning Saturday in the play-in game. Your final score, the Amherst Broncos 77 and the Eustace Farnham Knights 31. The New West postgame show comes your way next here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Nebraska Land National Bank. 
don't have to worry if it's cold outside. You can check your bank accounts from the comfort of your home with Nebraska Land National Bank. Our mobile app lets you check balances, transfer funds, or pay bills on the go. Banking has never been easier. Stop by today to talk with a personal banker to see how we can serve you no matter what the temperature is outside. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Honey, hurry. We need to finish loading up the trash. The dump closes in 30 minutes. Don't let trash take up time in your busy schedule. Let Ravenna Sanitation take care of all your trash needs. At Ravenna Sanitation, they take trash seriously. They're there to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service that you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And it's time now for the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's take a look at the final numbers for Eustace Farnham. And you know what? You're going to say probably not a lot of bright spots. They played hard. A team that averages 31 points, scored 31 points against undefeated Amherst and played way better than the first time that these two teams played. So you can see that there is some improvement for this very young team, even though they were outmatched today by Amherst. Mason Fossey, two points. Jordan Fangmeyer, a rebound. Shea Collins hit a three-pointer in the first quarter. That was it for him today. He had two rebounds. Caleb Gibbons, eight points, three rebounds. Hayden Roop led the way with 11 points in the game and one rebound. Lane Baxter had one rebound. Christian Tim had two points and two rebounds. Aiden Bowler had five points, four rebounds, and Spencer Pleshcourt had two rebounds. Ten rebounds in the first half, and again, the numbers will be smaller in the second half because we had the running clock, six rebounds. Free throw shooting, one of two in the first half, and 0 of two in the second half. Three-point shooting, one of seven in the first half, three of nine in the second half. Turnovers, as expected, the big story for Eustace Farnham, 20 in the first half, and then 11 in the second half. 14 points at halftime, 17 points in the second half. The Knights finished with 31 points, 16 rebounds. One out of four at the free throw line, four of 16 from three-point land, 31 turnovers. The Knights, four and 13, and coming up out of the conference tournament, three games remain. They will host Loomis on Tuesday, go to South Loop one week from today, and then their final game is at home on the 19th against Medicine Valley. We'll look at the numbers for Amherst right after this on the New West postgame show. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 
On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper. North of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Now look at the final stats for the Amherst Broncos. Four players in double figures led this afternoon by Trevor Adelon with 15 points and two rebounds. Riley Thompson, two points and a rebound. Holden Eckout, 12 points, six rebounds. Trey Tavenheim, 12 points, three rebounds. Braden Eckout, 10 points, four rebounds. Peyton Call, nine points. He had a game-high seven rebounds. Ty Hadwiger, five points. Blake Kreitz had a three-point bucket for his, his total one rebound. Colin Jackson, two points, three rebounds and a block. And Dakota Abbott, seven points in the fourth quarter and two rebounds. 19 rebounds in the first half, 10 in the second half. Free throw shooting, two of three in the first half, seven of nine in the second half. Three-point shooting, three of 17 in the first half, one of six in the second half. Turnovers for the Broncos, five of the first half. And then the youngsters did well with only two turnovers there in the second half. Amherst had 47 points at halftime, 30 of the second half, and the Broncos finish with 77 points, 29 rebounds, 9 out of 12 at the free throw line, 4 of 23 from three-point land, one block and seven turnovers. Amherst now a perfect 18-0 with a 77-31 win over Eustace Farnham. They'll play tomorrow at 5.30 against the Loomis Wilcox Hildreth winner. And they still have some formidable foes after the conference tournament. They'll be at Elm Creek next Friday, play Bruning Davenport Shickley the next morning at 9 a.m. in the Heartland Hoops Classic. They need to find a way to not play the night before and at 9 in the morning. I don't even care who you are. Class A doesn't matter. And then they finish off with Wilcox Hildreth on the 19th. And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West, here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Don't forget, coming up next, it is Axtell and Overton. We'll be back in about 15 minutes. And then tonight on Classic Hits 98.9, Loomis Wilcox Hildreth at 6, SEM Axtell at 7.30. Again, the final, Amherst 77, Eustace Farnham 31. For our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for staying with us here at the Viero Event Center of the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.